Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm going to ask a simple question, which will most likely demand a complex answer. What's going on? <laughs> that, is a, that is a complex question. Um, and, you know, we had a confluence of a lot of different factors this summer that overlapped in a really, obviously, unfortunate way. We are in a severe drought. Um, we had some unusual weather in August that, you know, ignited all these different fires at the same time that we had a national drawdown of fire resources like, you know, crews and equipment. So all of those things happened at the same time and, and caused a situation where we didn't have enough personnel to address all the fires that were taking place in California. So a lot of them ended up um, continuing to burn. And, you know, now we're at over 3.5 million acres and still have a lot of fire on the ground right now in California. You're quoted as saying our fire management and our land management haven't kept pace with the scientific understanding we have of fire in California. What are we talking about? Clearing the forests and the land of dried out brush, dead trees and the like to significantly reduce available fuel for the wildfires? Yeah, well, California is a fire-adapted state. Most of our um, landscapes and habitats in California evolved with fire and need frequent fire to keep them open and to keep them resilient. And we've kept fire out of these landscapes for over 100 years now. So we, we've known that in the, you know, in the scientific community and the management community. We know we needed to be doing more. We need more prescribed fire. We need more thinning. We need more work to be taking place to make our landscapes more fire adapted like they historically were. And we just haven't kept pace with the, the scale of the need. We, are, we have what we call a fire backlog. So many areas that haven't had fire as they should um, in a long time. And so we've got a lot of fuels. We have just ripe conditions for the kinds of wildfires that we're seeing. And then we layer climate change on top of that. And it's, it's a recipe for for these really catastrophic fires. Do you run into a lot of bureaucracy? How much is red tape interfering with doing what you need to do? Red tape is definitely a problem. I think especially for our, you know, the, the folks who are managing federal and state lands, um, they, they have to deal with a lot of environmental compliance work and things that can delay progress. Also lack of funding for projects. So, it's pretty exciting, actually. Just the other day, um, a senator from Oregon, Senator Wyden, introduced a bill that focused on prescribed fire, which you know is the use of fire as a land management tool. And um, hopefully, if that if that bill is successful, we'll see a lot more resources going to our federal land partners to get this kind of work done. Prescribed fire is what you're is you're, you're really essential, prescribed, isn't it? Yeah, prescribed fire is going to be a huge part of this puzzle. It's not the silver bullet. It's not going to solve all of our fire problems, but it's definitely going to be a really key tool for reducing fuels and maintaining areas where we've done thinning work and other types of fuels management. If you can get fire back into the system and restore that process, it's really healthy for the forest, but it's also really great for community protection and, and making everything more resilient to wildfire. I read that uh, in the 1800s, before settlements began to appear, was it over 10% of what is now California would burn each year? 
There are some estimates that, that said approximately four and a half million acres a year, you know, which is more than we've had this year. So, yes, we know that fire fires were widespread throughout California um, into, you know, throughout history. And that was both lightning ignitions, but also Native American people burning and doing that on purpose to provide benefit for you know, cultural benefit, food resources, and to keep the land more open. Will the situation change over the short term, or is it going to retain its volatility for some appreciable period of time? Well, the unfortunate thing is that we are just getting into the worst part of fire season. You know, typically fire season in California really ramps up in September and October. And so we are, I'd say we have a couple more months of potential fire activity and, um, some of our worst fires in recent years have been even in November. So it really depends on fall precipitation, and we'll, we'll just have to see what happens and if we get any good rain. But I know in Southern California, the Santa Ana winds are going to start picking up in a few weeks, and those are the, those are the winds that really drive fire behavior in the southern part of the state. So, mm. you know, I think everyone needs to, to stay tuned in and, and really be paying attention and, and be extra careful and be working on getting their homes ready and doing the kinds of things they need to do to, to be more safe. Yeah, to live with that every year. Are, are there parts of, I do have one more question. Are there parts of California where fire management has the issue of wildfires largely under control? I, you know, I, I wish I could say yes, but I think at this point we're really seeing that all of California is is prone to this kind of fire activity. I live on the north coast of California. I'm right on the ocean. And even here where I live in the coastal redwood forest, the fire potential is high. So everyone in California, no matter where we are, we need to be thinking about fire and, and really thinking about the things that, that we can and should be doing to prepare for it. Well, it is, uh, it is spectacular to watch. It's, it's, it's horrifying to watch many times. And, uh, been going on for for a long long time thank you so much for joining us uh, really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you all the best yeah thank you nice to join you have a yeah, good I know, day i know it's i know it sounds kind of empty when you say all the best but you really mean it oh well thank you yeah right, we need take, it down here yeah take good care if you want to hear more subscribe to the roy green show on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever you find your favorites And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.